All right, all right, all right. This is True News 365. You can call me BX Blues. Yeah, so we have uh, a new little thing we're doing on a, a new episode of Thumpers Unite, episode three. And we're going to discuss uh, kind of like what we did before, um, the, the, uh, the job of the Christian to get out there. Uh, while the world says no, Christ told us to go. Okay, so this is the format of my um, podcast for all those who are going to join in at some point. This is going to be pretty quick. I, I have some stuff to lay down first and make my presentation. And then um, uh, afterwards, I want to make my presentations um, and then I'm going to open up the floor for uh, questions and comments if there are any questions and comments out there okay so once again uh welcome to uh thumpers unite once again i'm bx blues and uh and you can follow me on true news 365.com as well as check out my podcast uh anchor dot anchor dot fm slash true news 365 I'm on YouTube, Facebook. Um, if you're interested, if you want to join with me, hands, if you want me to promote, promote your Christian work, okay, provided we are on the same line um, of faith and grace, absolutely, I will promote you. We will lift each other up in Christ's name, okay? But I need, uh, I want to, once again, to repeat, because I may have to repeat myself as people start coming into the podcast. That is if people come into the podcast. But nevertheless, um, I want to lay down a foundation, as I did last time, uh, about us going when the world says, no, we, Christ says go. Okay, and we are try we are uh, discouraged from doing what we need to do, but we can't let the world and the distractions discourage us from going out there. Okay, hopefully I won't have any phone calls coming in to disrupt me. I tried to take off the um, I put do not disturb, and then what happened was uh, I, that I couldn't hear anybody. I couldn't hear my my audio. I'm so untechy, it's pathetic. Anyway, yeah. So so basically. Um, what I want to discuss today is uh, the third episode of Trumpers Unite and uh, this whole ish issue of atheists hitch-slapping themselves. And that's going to be the podcast title on Anchor when I post it. Um, atheists hitch-slapping themselves. And that, that term, hitch-slapping was something that we was became, became popular during the life of uh, Christopher Hitchens, who is considered to be one of the people also called him one of the four horsemen <laughs> of atheism. Uh, there's a number of them: Sam Harris, Christopher Hitchens. Uh, what's the other guy? Oh my goodness, a couple of ridiculous ones, and they're kind of like celebrities, celebrity celebrity uh, atheists that that reign. Um, the waves of YouTube for many years, and they wrote books that were really hating on God. And Hitchens wrote one that said, like, "It says God is not great and all that stuff." And it, it's it, it's just a fundamental um, 
depravity and 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 hatred towards god and christianity and a direct attack on religion as a whole and all that stuff and what happened was it's not that it it's it's of any real content and and, and anything transcendently true or valuable um just like the atheist worldview but what it is is that it has helped to confuse so many people and today people are using um these arguments to this day okay and basically what they do is they take the scriptures as the scriptures are written they take christian doctrine and teaching and they flip it on their head it flip they flip it on their head morality is flipped on its head as well it's completely convoluted confusing and opposite and that goes right along with what god says about people who deny god okay uh his warnings for the end times as this hatred increases what do you see you see and it says the bible says in the last days men will call evil good and good evil isn't that what the bible says um that's exactly what we're going to be seeing uh they you know a lot more frequently as the days are evil the bible says it also says in the last days people will not endure sound doctrine that's speaking primarily to people in false doctrine false religions but remember atheism is a religion there's no such thing as non-religion okay you're going to worship something you're either going to worship science and really scientism and call it science you're going to call it uh mother uh, mother god or mother nature you're going to call it atheism a secularism secular humanism but that's what it is that's exactly what it is it's a worship of the man in the mirror worship self because you're the one who's sovereign you're the one who calls the shots you're the one i was in a podcast yesterday and i was having as usual wi-fi problems and i couldn't really get on they invited me to get on i was about to break my rule not to get on uh on a panel with uh atheists and people who will end up maligning religion and religious thought and spiritual thought and concepts and stuff like that and that's eventually you know i responded a couple of times within four of my responses already people were starting to get a little vulgar and a little bit edgy uh on the presence of anyone who is spiritual and who were trying to defend uh spirituality and christianity and stuff like that biblical concepts people were were once again taking moral um identifiers and flipping it on their heads that 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 happened started happening really quickly hopefully i invited some people hopefully they'll come on here and, and get a, a a christian perspective and i have a couple of other thumper unite episodes that they can listen to but this is going to go along with um that whole mentality of taking the scriptures and re basically rewriting it and re-philosophizing it uh flipping it and that's exactly like what i was saying god said in the last days men will call good evil and evil good that's what we're seeing today good is evil and evil is good right people aren't going to en endure sound teaching and it says the love of many will grow cold well how can 
The Bible says that. And how can it not happen? If people are flipping around, they can't identify, they can't, they don't have a definition for what love is. Um, my, the format of this podcast today will be, I, I will lay down some information for my podcast and then I'm going to open up for comments and, and, uh, and questions, if any. And I appreciate anyone who comes and drops by. All right. But, you know, atheism, calling evil good and good evil while not being able to, to account for evil or good in a random chance universe with no intrinsic importance or value for life other than the here and now. It's all about the here and now. This is the logical conclusion. I'm having audio issues yet again. I'm hoping I'm able to do this. Um, you know, this is, this is what, this is the, this is the, the bottom line, logical conclusion to secularism, to secular mindset is that it doesn't, and, and that's the same thing that the same thing that these four horsemen of atheism, a celebrity atheism, which people and other atheists are totally embarrassed of. Um, many have spoken out against them. Um, because they're just like celebrity atheists saying, you know, really ridiculous things. And yeah, they are. They're worth laughing at. Um, so yeah, so, but that, the see, the fact that they're, it's only about the here and now, that won't stop them from making claims of, to morality, borrowing from Christians' world views, and which, you know, we can make a case for good and evil because God has spoken. So we're operating out of Christianity, out of scriptures, which they criticize and they do not make their authority. We can have, we can say what good is, what bad is, because God has spoken. You see, we can make that argument, but they can't because if they're making it, so where does that come from? Where does it come from not to murder, not to, you know, hit someone over the head with a hammer or steal their money or they can't. The atheist doesn't have that possibility to make sense of that. Of course, you can. They can be moral. They can be decent people, humanly speaking. But they can't argue for it. They can't make a. They can't make sense of it in their in their worldview. They have to borrow from God, the God of the Bible, to make sense of it all. Okay, so they they claim that Homo sapiens have supposedly been on Earth for at least a hundred thousand years. And we've been able to send people to the moon, send up satellites into space. We supposedly evolved so much. And yet we haven't figured out morality. Because the atheist still slips and slides to see a subjectivity on what exactly is morality and, and how we derive at it. They obviously have no clue. Okay? So all they have is a call to be good for goodness sakes. And I have a podcast on that. Be good for goodness sake. Okay, just just be good, be nice, and they think that gestures of niceness, like example, like singing about it, we are the world. Remember that, it, you know, kumbaya, you know, banners and signs in front of our children. Making I go to my my kids' schools and I see everywhere signs. You know, be nice, be kind, be do this, do do that. But can you believe that they they also need those same signs and they need those banners also for for adults. Not just children. Okay, so children at school, somehow they're going to achieve it because of the signs. Is that, you know, I, I don't know. It, it hasn't happened into adulthood, so why should it happen 
for, for kids. Could it be that the conclusions? Okay, I'm getting a message here. See, all my notifications are still coming up. Okay. Uh, could it be that the, that the conclusions of their logic that leads to their inability to figure it out, the conclusions and the logical conclusion of it? For instance, they, they constantly believe we derive from monkeys. What good is that going to come out? What good is going to come out of believing that we're animals? They still regard humanity as, as a, a type of animal. They still say, well, we're, you know, we're part of it. And then they always, when, when things of, of when you, when, when you talk about morality, they say, well, you know, certain animals do that and they, they do this. And, yeah, but we're not animals, you know, and, and at least have, have the respect to understand that that's not the worldview I'm coming from. And so the logical conclusion of their overall worldview leaves them bankrupt in morality because what would be more logic, you know, logically to be generated from a worldview where there's no real importance to humanity other than the here and now. It's a breeding ground for nihilism. 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 Right? And what can nihilism generate for itself other than a depressed outlook on life, the future? Depressed uh, outlook on the future, lack of purpose, lack of creativity, innovation. Where are we supposed to get all of that? from knowing that nothing really matters, your mother doesn't matter, your kids don't matter. It doesn't really matter. Once they're dead, that's it. You're here and gone. It's just the here and now. Who are you fooling? <laughs> Where's the value in that? Common sense immediately should tell us all where that would take you. Okay, imagine teaching that to your children, either overtly or like indirectly. That's what's happening in the schools. Okay, is there any wonder why depression and suicide rate is like so alarmingly high among teens and growing, by the way, as, as, as the Western world becomes more secular, so does the increase of suicide and depression and all this identity issues and stuff like that. Why? Because they're monkeys. That's what the textbooks are telling us. That's what they're telling. That's what they're teaching. We're just animals. What? Do you, I mean, do you, do you need to run to statistics where people can garbage in, gar garbage out statistics and, and tell you um, that, uh, that yeah, but you, you, you haven't proved that statistically. How do you prove stuff like that statistically? Give me a break. And I guess it all depends on who's running the test, right? Is it psychologists <laughs> who've already given themselves over as, a, as, a, as, a, as an institution to, to secularism itself? In fact, there, uh, there was a study done a few years ago which stated that people were, who were religious were considerably happier the people than secular people. Excuse me. Okay, so, but instead what they'll do is they'll flip the meanings in the context of Scripture, hoping that they'll grab the ears of many who don't know Orthodox Christian teaching and try to present it for evil while God's words are true and pure, and for our edification. This, in essence, in our worldview, is, called, is, is demonic because it literally does the work of Satan. That's what it does. You're literally telling kids, you know, that God is evil, the Bible's evil. Well, you're, if you're teaching that to kids and you're teaching them that they're animals, Jesus has words for you. He says you, you're better off uh, tying a millstone around your neck and shooting it into the uh, depths of the sea. Okay? Um, this is demonic because it goes, it does the work of Satan again. That's what, I'm, you know? 
Christ's sayings are in the atheist thinking uh, injunctions for evil. Some people, uh, some, some of these atheists have said, right? And even on here, on podcast, on, uh, on stereo, I've heard people say that. No, it's evil. Uh, and, and the uh, Hitchens, Hitchens once said that the, 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 the words, it says, take, take no thought for tomorrow, what you eat, what you'll drink, your clothing, but live for the kingdom of God. He said that that's, that's evil. Okay? Completely ignoring the orthodox biblical understanding of what Christ said in context. Okay, no, nowhere does Christ encourage that we abandon ourselves on the earth, but to be salt on the earth. Okay? And, and if you know what salt does, salt is a, preser is a preservative. It preserves the earth. The, 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 the earth. Uh, and so that's taking totally out of context what Christ was meaning. So that's what they do. They flip the, the words of Christ. Uh, you know, instead, the, the Bible says to visit widows and orphans, feed the poor, do justice on the earth, etc. See, the, the thing is, is that you know, why, while they prove text and they show these things about God that they say are evil, but God doesn't say love your neighbor in just one book. That doctrine isn't just, none of the doctrines are found just in one book, in one passage. It's replete throughout all scripture, all 66 books. You'll, you'll find those doctrines all over the Bible. So when, you, when they prove text and they say, look, God is evil. Well, then God speaks about that somewhere else, and he explains, and he demonstrates his nature. He demonstrates what he wants and his consistency, so the argument falls, because what happens is that you're not going to do good theology from somebody who's spent their lives running from theology, running from the things of God. In fact, in this last podcast that I was in, yesterday, the dudes were talking and ranking about you know, oh, well, you know, it's not good to, to be told what to do. It's a bad thing if you're told what to do, authoritarianism and all that stuff, whatever. I said, well, if you're talking about not doing what Hitler says, but if, you're, if, if your father, your mother, your professor, your teacher, your boss, if they're in the respective positions in life, uh, your, the police officer someone who's to guide you to point you in the right direction to uh you know to create order in society and growth and positive growth that is encouragement teaching discipline discipleship you can't have any of that stuff without somebody telling you what to do or telling you're teaching you're guiding you're leading you you know so they'll make these blanket general statements because they're talking, they're, they're, they're thinking directly against the God of the Bible. They don't want God. We don't want this man ruling over us, they said, in the scriptures. And, this, and the mentality is still happening right now. It's just, we're in the same mentality within the world. Okay? They, they, they'll even claim that Christianity teaches imputations of sins upon the innocent because Christ took on the sins of the world. They'll say that that's evil. You know, they're, they're, they're forcing uh, someone to take your sins, your, your wrongs, taking it. So Christ literally on the cross, for, for the sake of humanity, saving humanity, him being the sovereign God, 
coming down to earth to die for his creation, that's according to them, they flipped it on his head and it's evil. The sacrifice that was done at the cross was somehow not outrageous grace on the part of the uh, of a merciful God for humanity, but evil in the eyes of those who are evil. Okay? And these are the people that want us to listen to them. All right? So that's the point. Christ is pure and good and innocent, but not humanity. Humanity is not those things. Not then, not now. Ask yourself if you can stop from sinning and keep pure as God is pure. If one can fathom what that even means, how pure God is. But that line of thinking can only come from a heart that thinks it's okay. The heart, they think their heart is okay. They think they're moral. They think they're, you know, they just make mistakes. They have no guilt of sin before a holy God because they deny God. They suppress the knowledge of God that they do know, like Romans 1 says. So naturally, they, they're going to think people don't deserve the curse and thus be accountable before God. They make the mistake of liking God to forcing his love upon them, proving that they have the furthest knowledge of what love truly is. Love is sacrifice, not an emotion. But then for the carnal, they're controlled by their emotions and their very claims to morality are just a ball of emotions, not based on objectivity or critical thought or justice or truth. You know, they're coming at it from Romeo and Juliet, from Hollywood, from sexy R&B music <laughs> and every other medium that has been, you know, teaching people what love is. Um, the, the old, uh, if, if, if this was so wrong, how can it feel so right? <laughs> Some older folks don't know what that's, what that's about. All right, Hitchens has said that jealousy and envy are a good thing. And his logic is because it spurs in people the desire to innovate and progress. But again, he's flipping the morality of the Bible on its head because he doesn't have a basis for morality. But it's one thing to, to desire to get your own stuff. However, again, that's not the biblical orthodox teaching on this. It's obvious that the commandment is there to keep people from unjustly desiring your neighbor's possessions to the point where it stirs evil in our hearts. We know that happens because people steal stuff. People are even today we're living in a in a in a in a sociology in a in a world in a culture that's pushing sociology to steal money from one group and to give it to another group. That's socialism. And that's based in envy. That's the world where we are right now in the world. Okay? You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, again, it flips the, the morality of the whole message on its head, calling evil good and good evil. You can see how confused and backwards people calling themselves atheists are with regard to, to a godly template and standard of morality. They're, they're out there left in oblivion without a moral compass. That's what it is. The, the argument that morality, um, like don't murder, lie, cheat, was already among humanity, and then the church came around and added to it and then messed up morality, is ridiculous. For a number of reasons. Because number one, 
we're still murdering and cheating, etc. Nothing has changed in humanity. Okay, sin is still flourishing. Number two, why hasn't Christianity ruined or changed the morality of of murder or those other ones which are argued to be innate by atheists? So these things are not innate. Okay, they're not innate. They're, the the doing of them is innate because we're we're fallen we're fallen in sin but number three it's the moral relativist and subjectivity of those morals that won't maintain an exclusive definition of those morals while the bible commits to unchanging them the bible has been consistent with those things to the relativist it's subjective not objectively or universally wrong only until someone else will come around and change the goalpost on those morals. And we see that all the time. People say, well, you can't kill, but, okay. You know, that's what, that's, that, you see that on the other side. It's God's standard that says that murder is always wrong. Murder is always wrong. So, and when God, when God takes people and he does what he needs to do, um, we, we see that he's justice. He is justice. That's part of his attributes. So when he takes a life, it's because it's out of justice. You understand? Okay. If humanity were in charge of defining morality, you would think the world outside the church would stick to a single definition of those morals and not slip and slide shifting the definitions and obligations of those morals. But we see that all the time. Right? This is operating under the assumption that morality is innate, you know, before religion came around. And then why hasn't it evolved with, with, with the rest of us? From slime to fish to monkey to man, but morality hasn't caught up apparently. You know? We 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 moved so much, we've evolved so much, but our morality hasn't. But these people will say that morality is part of that evolution right so that doesn't add up this is the slippery slope of absurdity that the atheist moral relative is is subjecting themselves to and it's not that they don't know good from bad it's that they can't make sense of it i have to keep saying that because that's the important part because they're using moral relativism and evolutionary naturalistic principles to try and derive at at, at these these concepts these moral concepts and they run headfirst into the brick wall of godly reality every time they do. Okay? So when atheists claim that Christianity is evil, they make two huge absurd leaps and claims. One, they, they have to try and redefine the narrative of Scripture, its teachings, its morals, and exegetical studies from thousands of years the way they've been understood by Christians themselves, right? Omitting and ignoring its cultural, historical, and theological orthodoxy. Okay, they have to ignore all of that. They say, well, you know, the Bible teaches this and teaches that. And you ask them, well, wait a minute, what do Christians believe? What, what is Orthodox Christian teaching been teaching on that for hundreds of years? I mean, when did you figure this out? Five years ago? Well, this has been discussed among Christians, okay? And they derive at this meaning, at this exegesis of Scripture, by comparing 
many things. They just didn't toss it up in the air and come up with these understandings. There's cultural, there's theological, there's even um, geographical and anthropological studies that go with understanding scripture the way it's laid out, the way Orthodox Christianity does. And they have, so the, the atheist has to judge the scriptures and thus Christianity by a moral standard of which they can't even argue for because it has no basis in reality. Their standard is arbitrary and only personal to them coming from a position where good and evil don't even exist. So here there are people arguing that good and evil does not exist, absolutes don't exist, there's no absolute standard, but they'll still argue morality. It's like saying, I, I, don't, I don't exist, but I need to cr critique your existence. So how ridiculous is that? My mother used to say, oh, look, he's preaching in his underwear. She used to tell me that. And it, it's kind of like the saying, the naked emperor's new clothes. Okay? You're, you're, trying to, you're, you're trying to swim up a creek without a paddle, pretty much. So at the end of the day, just as many today are recognizing the errors of evolutionary foundational thinking, not just in the study of the beginning of things, but also with respect to existential thinking, the moral argument from the moral relativist, which comes from a predominantly naturalistic worldview, is pretty bankrupt and can't argue itself out of a wet paper bag in order to explain the big things in life. And that type of thinking has nothing to offer anyone other than pseudo-intellectual fluff. Okay? That's basically it. Um, yeah, so I've got four messages, um, and I got a little bit of time. I was able to do some, lay some groundwork, and I will now take on your comments. Thanks for being here. Yes, my uh, religion is science. I worship Satan and... Satan? Um, yeah, you know, just uh, that's how it is, man. Satan? Who's Satan? Satan? you know. Hey, Satan. Well, you know, you do what you gotta do. Be good for goodness sake? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That sounds just like Santa Claus. Well, who believes in Santa Claus? Who's, argue <laughs> Who's arguing for Santa Claus? Lyric. Of course, religious people are happier because they live in a state of delusion. So, yeah, imagine teaching your kids the horrors in the Bible. I don't get your, your views on secularism. Oh, my God. Imagine teaching your kids that they don't matter and blah, blah, blah. That's not how it is. Imagine giving your poor kid a, a Bible for them to read the horror, the horrors and the horrific murder and slaughter and genocide that's in the Bible. Get out of here, dude. So I guess we have to add another horseman to the, uh, <laughs> to the, hor the five horsemen of atheism. Because we got one guest here. I'm glad you're here. Because you're Exhibit A of my podcast the mentality you haven't made an argument but you have you did make claims and critiques uh not a lot of substance though you could add substance within a one minute message i believe 
Deluxe. You find, um, you say thumpers. I'm imagining Bible thumpers. So, um, for you, what is more important, having a relationship, a religious spiritual relationship, or reading your Bible? Because some people tend to get, um, or both. I don't know. What do you think? Well, there's this, there's this saying that says that that's been going around way too long. It says that, well, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. But the Bible talks about only uh, two types of spirit. The spirit of God, which saves and rebirths, gives life. And the spirit of evil, the spirit of Satan, the spirit of evil, which is death. So this whole talk about um, uh I'm spiritual, I'm spiritual, I'm spiritual. If it's not the God of the, of the scriptures, the God of the Bible, the creator, then it's it's something else. It's a different spirit and not a spirit that we want. Okay, so in order to have God's spirit, you have to know God because the Bible makes clear that in, unless you have Christ, you're not going to have the spirit. If, unless, you have the, unless you have the spirit of God, you don't know Christ. You don't have Christ or the Father. And that's in First John, the book of First John. You can look it up there. Um, and so, uh, you know, but with respect to the person who is uh, hateful of Scripture and finds evil in Scripture, under what context do you find evil in Scripture? Perhaps you're not understanding Scripture. It's easy to say, well, there's evil in Scripture, but do you understand it the way it's do you understand it honestly historically uh, theologically do you understand it the way it needs to be understood or are you just you know rebelling against it are you still running from the scriptures it sounds like oftentimes people are running from the scriptures because they're 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 reading something they don't understand you know and so that's how come i i don't do bible studies with people that call themselves atheists because right off the get they're denying everything around them they're denying uh the heavens the stars the trees evil love consciousness uh logic reality okay unless you know god the god of the bible you can't make sense of any of that okay because you can't make sense of what you're even saying or, or that you're even real okay because you believe that you're just a uh a, a chance process thing that happened by accident so that's what i'm talking about if you're a teacher and that you're teaching your kids this are you doing them a good service i i don't think so if you're saying well in this study that says that people live happier lives and you're, you're saying it's because they're you know, living in La La Land, well, I, I, it would actually make an even better argument to say that it's better for them to live in La La Land than to live in, to have a materialistic, naturalistic worldview because those people are killing themselves, committing suicide, have identity issues. Out of secularism is where you see all of these identity issues that, that are coming out of this mentality that you can go east and you can go west, you can be this, you can have 45 different, a thousand uh, orientations, 
and gender fluidity and uh, marriage looks this way, looks that way. You know, this comes out from the void of a non-God, of a non-true God. That's where it comes from. Okay? And the healing comes from understanding truth, who you are, who God truly is, and how your relationship is, is to God. So I'm not sure if I answered the last person who he said that you'd rather have a relationship. I'd rather have both. You, in the, the relationship aspect is inevitable in true communion with your God. When you're walking spiritually with him and in growth and in sanctification, you're growing with God and, um, and becoming a better person, not because you're a good person, but because you're better off than you were before, having known truth, having confronted the living God. Okay? And so that's really what it's all about. And so uh, all of these these things are out there. The reason why I'm attacking this, going at it, because the Bible says that we are to attack these things. We are to bring down imaginations and philosophies that are contrary to Jesus Christ. And it says that you are to answer the fool according to their folly. Okay? You have to answer them. They brought a absurd objective or preposition, and you answer them according to that folly so that people around you can see that this person, I'm, I'm not listening to this person. Look at this person. They, they believe that all of this came by accident. And my grandmother... It didn't matter if she was even born because the, the, the little uh, neurotransmitter effect that happened whenever I spent time with her and the experiences I have with her, that's not going to have any transcendent value anywhere other than right here, right now, and it's never going to matter. And we're stardust, and that's where it all ends, right? Pretty depressed. Pretty, pretty depressing, okay, if you ask me. And, uh, you know, that's the state of the world we're in now. Uh, we, America, they have said, I've heard it said that we have so many toys and so many distractions and sports and so many things to our culture, but yet we're not that very, we're not very happy people. And you can tell based on the issues that we have where we're attacking each other, um, left and right, men against women, women against men, the rich against the poor, um, you know, different classisms, you know, coming after each other and hating on each other, pretty much. So, yeah, so, you know, unless there's any other messages, it seems like I had a couple of uh, messages and I appreciate you dropping by. But uh, perhaps um, I will come up, come back with Thumpers Unite episode number four soon and uh, attack this from another angle. This angle was about uh, answering to those hateful objections to scripture, Christianity, and the God of the Bible. Let's listen to this next message. Hey, it's cool little sister. Hey, BX Blues. I just wanted to jump in real quick with a couple of comments absolutely absolutely um let me uh 
let me close this off and then I've got a couple of minutes that I can we can go and blab it up let me see okay well yeah that's it and yeah ladies and gentlemen that's the end of this podcast thanks for listening and until next time this is true news 365 god bless you all